Igo alongside Paul McNamara and Jamie Stasseline on production. And tonight uh, we're going to have a special guest, Tony Messino, the head coach of the Hingham Hobbermen, who are standing at 13-3-0 and getting ready for the first ever Ed Birds uh, championship game. Uh, will be joining us uh, during the podcast as well. But uh, Paul, hello, sir. How are you, Mark? Uh, Mark, a lot of the people around the pond have heard uh, that you just had a little um, health issue that threw you a little curveball, but you're coming back uh, strong, not 100%, but you're getting there. And we at My Hockey Live and Be Big Live know how much we need you, and everybody's been asking for you. So uh, they're all thinking about you. And it's great to hear you on the podcast again. Yeah, I appreciate that, Paul. And uh, certainly a shout-out to all the coaches and uh, other administrators that have texted me and emailed me and uh you know i appreciate all the thoughts and prayers uh on the road to recovery and uh just in time for uh our favorite month of hockey uh you know february is when things really start heating up paul as you know and uh you know it'll take us right into the garden dates in march but uh certainly some great hockey uh coming up here over the next couple of weeks absolutely absolutely and uh you know, it's it's the fine folks at uh, Sullivan Tire, Nolan Insurance, and uh, and uh, our newest sponsor. Uh, it's it's timely for the hand sanitizer people, and you know those guys, Mark. Yeah, full clean hand sanitizer. New to the new to the sponsorship group, uh, and you can get full clean hand sanitizer on Amazon. Um, and uh, you know anyone that's interested in becoming a sponsor, uh, we'd love to have you as part of our Be Big Live, My Hockey Live, whether it's the podcast, live stream of games, or uh, run upside advertising. Plenty of opportunities to uh, to partner with us. All you have to do is email us at info at myhockeylive dot com, info at myhockeylive dot com, and uh, we'll start a conversation. But uh, with that, Paul, why don't we get into the top 25 teams? Because there, there are still some undefeateds, believe it or not. Uh, it's been kind of a interesting start uh, to the season, and now we're we're more than halfway through. And uh, you know, it's uh, you know, you look at Belmont uh, sitting at 14-0 and two, um, still undefeated, and the Marlboro Panthers still undefeated at 14-0. Bishop Stang Spartans. We're going to talk a little bit more about them here momentarily at 14-0 and one as well. So. Um, Maybe some new names there, but uh, you know, on the girls' side, you get Austin Prep, fifteen and one, sitting at top twenty one, and then the Duxbury girls uh, sitting at fourteen one and one, sitting at the top uh, the girls D two. No, no surprises. Those two teams have been uh, representatives at the Garden uh, many times, but uh, but you know, the Ed Burns tournament we'll talk about Paul, but uh, but you know, any of those teams, Belmont, Norwood, etc. You know, some teams that are jumping out at you. Yeah, the uh, the it's uh, as we get closer to tournament time. I mean, sometimes the interest online and going to local games, and certainly on my hockey live grows. And we we appreciate that. We love this time of year, as you said, Mark. And um, you know, some of those names are unfamiliar uh, to some people, but they put together great records. Those teams, and of course, they are there are always the old standbys, as you mentioned as well. Um, if people do not know 
Uh, on the girls' side of things, they did they did some realignments, but it is still two divisions: Division One, Division Two. While the boys, um, they, they broke they broke the boys' side of things up a lot and spread things out over four divisions. So they're they're actually going to be uh, on the boys' side uh, four threes or you know thirty two teams. So. Uh, um, 128 teams, 32 in each division. 128 teams are going to make the boys' side of the state tournament, and 64 will make the girls' side. So while those teams are undefeated, um, the ones you mentioned, congratulations to them this late in the season, staying with a goose egg in the middle of their record. Uh, but, you know, teams are going to be gunning for those guys in the tournament. And, uh, you know, it's not, it's not uh, going to happen a lot, but... You know, it's not completely surprising if one of those undefeated teams goes into the tournament and gets knocked off by a lower seed, a la Hoosiers. <laughs> but, um, you know, sure. the, the familiar names have, have been in the tournament, uh, before and they're tournament tested and they, the, you know, the, the kids that leave and graduate pass it on to the younger kids. So they know how to play in the tournament and, uh, they, they sometimes are built for March, even though they may only, you know, their record may have two, three, four losses. Sure, and you mentioned that. So, you know, we recently updated my Hockey Live uh, to match the four divisions now, as you stated, Paul. So there's no more Division One A and no Three A West and Central and things like that. So, you know, we'll be right. interested to see how this plays out. I mean, you know, you, you know, you, you've got teams, yes, that they're undefeated, but you know, they could go up against a, you know, BC High, you know, who's you know uh, playing in a tough conference. So, you know. You've got, um, you, you know, you've, you've got a lot of really good teams, um, in all the divisions. I mean, really all the divisions. I'm just happen to be looking at division one. And again, we'll have Tony Messina from Hingamon, who sits at 13, 3 and 0 right now and plays one of the toughest schedules in the state. But, um, right. I'll be interested to get his perspective of how this is all going to shake out. And you're, you know, you're out calling Severian and, and, uh, St. John Shrewsbury and Malden Catholic on a, a regular basis. So you, you, you got to believe, you know, I, I think you, you mentioned uh, off air here that, uh, you know, St. John's prep just, uh, you know, pretty much cemented the Catholic conference, even though there's plenty of teams that are, I think, 13, three and one or O or whatever. So. Yeah. They, uh, what, what, what we were talking about, they lost out. Uh, they were leading, they and Zavarian were leading the Catholic conference most of the year. And, not out of nowhere, but kind of uh, off the radar for a minute or two was Catholic Memorial. And CM, uh, lo and behold, knocked off St. John's Prep 6-3 to three, uh, just last night. And uh, CM clinched the Catholic Conference Championship. And, you know, I mean, all those teams are going to the postseason, but, but uh, you know, th- they are sitting atop the toughest league in the, the the Catholic League, the toughest league in the state, uh, according to most people. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a battle, uh, even in the top 10, who uh, who gets those preferential seeds when, when things are announced and the computers go to work. And certainly a team like Belmont coming out of the Middlesex League with an undefeated record, uh, they're going to be right up there with the Catholics. And, uh, you know, th- that's going to create more controversy with the um, – you know the people that are, are big advocates of why did the Super Eight go away, and the other, the other side of the coin, the people that are are saying no, we we don't need the Super Eight anymore. 
Right, right. And yeah, you're right, Paul. So, you know, CM sitting at number one, Severian number two, and St. John's Prep sitting at number three. So, yeah, just an interesting shakeout just in the Catholic Conference alone. But uh, I believe Tony just joined us. Yes, I'm here, guys. Hey, Tony. We want to welcome uh, Tony Messina to the show tonight. And, uh, Tony, we appreciate you uh, calling in from the road. I'm sure you've got a million, million balls or pucks in the air, but uh, we were uh, just kind, <laughs> Thanks, of, kind of going around the ponds. And, uh, you know, we, we appreciate you joining, but uh, we'd love to discuss the Ed Burns coffee pot and the, you know, the, the inaugural launch of that uh, tournament and, and what it means to the public schools that are participating in it and the, uh, Obviously, Hingham is going to uh, face off against uh, Marshfield in the championship game in one of the divisions on uh, Sunday, which will be uh, live broadcasting. But um, would love to, you know, just have you chat a little bit more about the Ed Burns tournament. And we got plenty we could talk to you about. We could talk to you all night. <laughs> so, Mark, well, Mark, Dan, Dan Conley here as well. Oh, boy, we got we got all the right. opposing coaches on the lines here. Yes. <laughs> there you go. So Welcome Conley, both coaches. Rams head coach and uh, yeah, two great public schools. Uh, you know, you guys have known us well over the years, and uh, you know, we just uh, admire all that you do with your two programs. But you know, all that you do for high school hockey in general, especially on the public school side, this was very exciting to be a part of the Ed Burns Coffee Pot. And um, and so, you know, why don't we start with you, Tony, and then Dan, you can uh, jump in after Tony talks about uh, his Ed Burns experience so far. Sure. I, I think it's been great for high school hockey. Uh, I know it's just the publics in this tournament, but it's a great idea by the Mass State Hockey Coaches Association. Um, took a little wor work on uh, the committee's part, you know, along with Dan Conley, had John Missouri, uh, John McGuire, and Paul Donato really spearheaded this and kind of coordinated amongst all the uh, the public school teams that wanted to join. And, you know, the, the tough thing about it was saving the three games. And, you know, some teams had to give give up some long-time games as had with other opponents. But um, it's been great. Uh, I know my players have loved it. Uh, the, you know, the parents and the and the community has, has really liked it. And uh, I think the best thing about it is just seeing there's so many, so many good teams out there, so many players, uh, good players, and the competition has been great. You know, uh, regardless of what team's involved, it's been been very good for the sport. Yeah, I would agree to that, Tony. Yeah. Um, I think that that's it's a great point to bring up the competition and and really, at the end of the day, how little differences there are day to day among even the t you know the top sixteen public teams. Or you know, certainly Belmont's not there for a number of reasons. They're one of the top sixteen. Um, public schools in the state this year, but I mean, look at the way the tournament has has played out, which I think you know supports your statement. You got a couple of Division two teams in it that made the semifinals, and one of them's going to the finals. Canton playing Reading in the uh, Walter Brin division, and uh, you know Marshfield. I don't know what was going on in those locker rooms, Dan, but you know you probably said, <laughs> "Hey, they think we're number eight. Let's go out and knock off number one, and then let's let's uh, uh, battle against another undefeated team, the other Division Two team. Who, by the way, Tuxbury could play with any Division One team, I think. And agreed, one hundred percent. You got a heck of a battle there, but you know you're a number eight seed, quote unquote, 
and you're in the finals. And uh, I think to Tony's point, the uh, the competition has been unbelievable. It's great that these teams see all you guys see teams that you don't ordinarily see, you know, except for the way you guys are going to play this Sunday. You know each other's, other's teams like each other's teams, uh, team like the back of your hands. But, you know, a lot of matchups that we haven't seen. And I think that's good for, for the game and, and the sport in general. Yeah, I would agree with that, uh, with Tony and, and your comments there, Paul, too. It's, you know, it's great you get to play these teams. You don't normally play a lot of uh, North Shore teams. Um, we played two, we haven't played them in a regular season game. Um, you know, I think the build up too, to the initial part of the tournament, you know, figure out the brackets, who was going to play who, who, where every team was going to fall, whether you're in the top eight, where you fall in the top eight, whether you're in the, the second eight. And, you know, as, you know, Tony and you mentioned, Paul, the competition's great. You know, luckily we've been on the winning side, but on the losing side, you know, if you lose a game, you're still going to get a great opponent in the next round. You know, it's, you could go 0-3 and play great hockey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a great, great point. And so what are you, uh, you know, so, what, you hear us talk all the time, not to interrupt you, Mark, but I'd like to hear from both the coaches just even briefly what the kids think about it. I know what the coaches think, you know, pretty much because I see you guys when we're at the games, but, you know, how are the kids feeling? I mean, it seems like they're a little um, extra jeeped up too, playing on a Sunday and, you know, playing teams they haven't played before. They get a little pride uh, in their, in their stride and want to show how good their team is. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, um, our kids were all, you know, wondering where we're going to fit in the tournament, what seed, et cetera. And then, you know, when the games came, they're all excited to, you know, obviously play in that game and then, you know, winning the game. Who do we have next? Where do we go? You know, what's the scenarios? And, you know, they're all all um, very interested. It's, you know, it's it, it's a unique event. Um, you know, it's I think it's a real good, as Tony mentioned, for our sport, for high school hockey, and, you know, gives us a little bit of, you know, in-season flash, you know, for the for the games, for the you know teams that are involved, and you know, hopefully this can keep keep building and keep growing every year, you know, in popularity and and everything. Yeah, I, I agree, Dan. I think it's uh, it's been a great experience for uh, the kids, and like I said, our our parents and community, um, you know, just another thing to play for within the season. Uh, the season can get long at times. Uh, to have the competition and have, you know, be able to play teams that you maybe haven't played before and see where you stack up during the season is great. Um, I think this thing next year is going to be, you know, even twice what it is this year. You know, everyone was a little bit unknown on what was going to happen and how it was going to work, but I think now uh, it will snowball and more teams will want to try to get in and, um, you know, it's just going to get better from here. That'd be great. That's great. We appreciate you guys taking the time. We know, you know, we're starting around the corner. We're, we're a buddy for a classic coming up in Falmouth in a couple of weeks, which will be exciting. And, you know, that, that's always been a big part of your schedule, Tony. Um, but with the tournament, you know, and, and we started off the top of the podcast, kind of just going around the leagues and looking at the way things are shaking out currently. Um, you know, what, what, what what are your thoughts on uh, you know the upcoming format with the four divisions? Um, obviously, no longer at Division One A, which certainly both the other teams would have been uh, vying for a spot uh, in in those in that uh, style format. But uh, but 
maybe each of you can talk a little bit about what your hopes and aspirations are for the D1 tournament coming up and, and what you think the future looks like. Yeah, I think it's 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 really the same thing. It's, you know, uh, I, I like the fact that, you know, it's not the South and the North. I like the fact that everyone's in there. You're going to be playing some different teams. Um, you don't know where you're going to finish up seed-wise, you know, based on the formula. Uh, it, I, you know, I, I wouldn't want to sit down and try to figure that formula out. But, um, you know, on a weekly basis, you see where you stack up. And all you know is uh, you keep winning. You do very well in the rankings, and if you can win by more than a goal or two, uh, you help yourself out as well. So it's, um, you know, it's a real, it, it's a it's a different way to look at it, but, you know, you try to keep that from the player's mind. You you try to say just, you know, let's take it a game at a time. But, you know, in the back of your mind, you're looking at that saying, I wonder where we'll end up and, you know, how this will all work. So looking forward to it. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, it's interesting how the as you know the rankings and how they change when you follow on Jim Clark's. You know, they're not the official rankings, but how how much things can change. You know, night to night, even if you're not playing, you could move right. up or down. You know, it's it's uh, interesting to follow, and you know, we'll see what happens in the end. We'll, where everyone stacks up, but it'll be nice to see. You know, nice for us to try to get a home game, at least for a round. Right. And, and, you know, to that point, Dan, uh, just quickly looking, you know, where you guys are playing Sunday, you have a, another rivalry game Saturday on the schedule, right, Duxbury? Yes, yeah. And, yeah then, we get the, and then you got a you got a rematch with Zavarian next week. And yeah, it's and, a tough three three and four stretch there. And then and Tony's side, he's he's off till he faces you guys Sunday unless something else has changed, but and then faces Winchester, another team that played in the Ed Burns uh, Cup. So, you know, the beat goes on and the good teams are playing the good teams. So you hope that, that um, you know, like the Catholic Conference tends to get benefit of their tough league schedule and their outside schedule in terms of how that computer ranking works. You know, you two certainly don't have to take a, ba- a back seat to anybody in terms of scheduling. Uh, <laughs> proving that out is looking at your schedules right now i mean that's gotta help and you're right that it, it can change night to night uh even if you're not playing but you know i love it when strength of schedule does play into the final rankings as much as possible yeah it's it's going to and you know i mean that three and four stretch we have here will be real tough with Duxbury, then hingham and then severian and um you know we'll see how we come out of it but you know it's hopefully do well but It'll, you know, give us a gauge of where we stand, right. you know, statewide for the tournament anyway, you know, how we stack up. Because, I mean, Duxbury's Division Two this year, but they're still a quality club, as Tony can attest last night. Uh, they had a good game with them last night. And, you know, they're, they're in the top, I think, four. I think they're number four right now in Division Two. I mean, they're a team that can play with anybody. Yep. Yeah, and I yeah, think we the, had uh, early in the year against... Go ahead, Tony. You know, I was just going to say that in the tournament down at uh, the Ferreira Classic, you know, with all these teams playing each other as well, I mean, a lot of things can change just in the last couple of games of the season. So you, you just never know. You just got to play each game. You know, it counts just as much as any other. So you, you just got to grind. Yeah, you could actually see Duxbury again down there, right? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. 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 And the buddy, you know, the buddy Pereira was always, has been, you know, uh, really that almost like play in for the uh, Super 8 or 1A tournament. But, but, you know, it, it sounds like you're saying it really doesn't lose any of its luster because, you know, you're seeing the top teams as you try to jockey for positions for whether it's Division One or Division Two. Uh, there's some great hockey down there. Right. Yeah, it's definitely going to be some great games. All the teams involved can can play and compete with each other, so it's going to be it's going to be really good. Good, and, and I like the fact that you you get kind of a smattering from around the state with uh, Reading and other teams, Austin Prep, etc. So that'll be uh, interesting. Uh, really appreciate your time, guys. Um, I know you know your time is valuable. It's very little time when you're not on the ice, but. Uh, is there anything we didn't uh, mention or ask about that uh, you each wanted to share with us before we let you go? No, just want to uh, just want to thank you guys for all you guys do for high school hockey, um, the games, the publicity, and everything, and you know the professional you know uh, coverage of all our our contests, all our games that you you uh, produce. Much appreciated. Appreciate. It. Yeah, we have a great time. We enjoy the broadcast. The broadcasts get better and better. You just got to keep Tom Coveney off there, and you'll have a winner. <laughs> he's already Our asking one for broadcast he, listener. He's already asking for a raise. <laughs> yeah, you can bring him on Sunday, and I'm sure Luongo will come on between shifts. Yeah, you you guys each have a celebrity color guy, you know. So yeah, <laughs> that's right. You do. Well, well again, I'll we tell you, time. But, one of the yeah. benefits of me doing this over the years is getting to know guys like you and how much you care about the kids. And, you know, obviously it's it's a pride thing for the coaches and the coaching staff, but what you guys mean to the kids that play for you, uh, it's just indescribable. And and they take they take this experience with them for the rest of their lives. So be proud of that, guys. Yep. That's the well, goal, you. right? Yep. Thanks. Well, I look forward to seeing you guys on Sunday. Actually, I I, uh, I will be there Sunday, so I wouldn't miss that one. Well, sounds good. We'll see you on Sunday then. Right, good luck yeah, with us, coaches. All right, so a big thank you there to Tony Messina, head coach of the Hingham Harbormen, and to Dan Connolly, the head coach of Marshfield Rams. They'll actually face off in the inaugural championship of the Ed Burns tournament on Sunday, which will be live on my hockey live. Paul McNamara will be on the call for that game, and um, Paul playing for the uh, coffee cup. <laughs> we close playing for the coffee cup, and uh, you know we did uh, did want to highlight a uh, player this week. Uh, you know we were kind of looking around the league and looking at teams. You know, uh, Division Three: Bishop Stang Spartans, fourteen zero and one, and uh, boy, they're they're led by uh, senior forward Justin Gouve. Uh Justin's got forty two points in fifteen games. Seems hard to believe, but uh, wow! You know, so a big shout out to uh, Justin Gouvier at uh, Bishop Stang and the rest of his Spartan teammates. But uh, they said at fourteen zero and one, still undefeated, but uh, forty two points in fifteen games, Paul. Yeah, that would uh, a it opened some eyes, but b it's uh, how do you cover a guy like that? How do you you know when you're going to play him? How do you get ready for him? Uh, the guy's got uh, you know twenty two goals in fifteen games alone. You know, you know, you know he's going to score a goal every time you you face him. I mean, 
Uh, if you're coaching, you go into the game and you know that. And um, his line mates have some uh, gaudy numbers as well. So you put that line out there and uh, you're pretty happy if you're coaching that team. If you're uh, well, absolutely. Coach, uh, coach Gouveia as well. So Yeah, so it'll be uh, yeah, it'll be a formidable matchup uh, no matter who draws Bishop's Dang. Uh, they're they're going to have to deal with the Justin and his teammates, uh, the rest of his Spartan teammates. So, uh, you know, Paul, we have a lot of hockey coming up. Um, so, when you uh, talk about what your schedule looks like here, uh, we've got plenty of plenty of games. I know uh, we're on the call uh, tomorrow night, and of course, uh, right back into Saturday. And, and we mentioned the Ed Burns, the two games on Sunday, but uh, yeah, we've got uh, we've we've been fortunate this year. If anyone's listening, uh, obviously. Uh, we try to get to as many games as we can, but it's, you know, we're not, we're not picking and choosing where our service is available to, to boys, girls, uh, boys games and girls games and, and all divisions. And we try to, you know, span the globe, span the state and, and bring all kinds of hockey uh, on our airwaves. And you can always contact us. I mean, we, we do work mostly on a first come first serve basis and, uh, lucky to say and happy to say that the demand has increased this year and, uh, we've spread out among different venues and, you know, we've just, I'm trying to pull up the, um, our upcoming schedule here and, and go down, uh, the list here and my computer's just not cooperating at the moment, sure. but, uh, um, well, we have, oh, the yeah, upcoming we have central, yeah. central Catholic against Waltham, uh, boys tomorrow at four o'clock. Then Fair Academy, Belmont Hill at 5 p.m. Uh, coming off that thrilling game that you got to call last night with Belmont Hill and St. Sebastian's. What a classic yeah, that was! We, and then you've got we've Newton been lucky South. to yeah we've been lucky to do more games in the uh, the ISL and this Belmont Hill St. Uh, Sebastian's game was was something. If you're a member of uh, a subscriber to My Hockey Live, you can catch some of that replay and it's terrific hockey and. Uh, Came to these two teams played twice this year. They they tied three to three back in January through an overtime period, and yesterday it was one one at the end of regulation. And Belmont Hill edged out St. Sebastian's with a goal halfway through the overtime, and they won it two to one. So it was great hockey. But you know we we've got plenty of great hockey throughout the uh, the high schools too. And Mark, you were just alluding to uh, Boston Latin and Newton South tomorrow night as well. Yeah, they've got to update some scheduling there now that I think about it because uh, we, we were running into bandwidth issues for tomorrow night. But uh, yeah, I think tomorrow night. Hockey, uh, culminating on Sunday, of course, with uh, the two big Ed Burns games, uh, which will be very exciting 12 o'clock, Canton versus Reading over at O'Brien Rink in Woburn. And then the 2 p.m., Hingham versus Marshfield over at the Canton Ice House. So if you can't make it in person, uh, be sure to tune into. My Hockey Live and uh, watch those two games from the comforts of your own home or really from anywhere. Uh, that's the beauty of what we do is you can watch anytime, anywhere, as Jamie Stassman will tell you uh, from a production standpoint. Uh, but uh, I think that's going to do it for tonight. Um, if you had anything else, uh, Paul, that uh, you wanted to close with? No, I, I think we we – Covered some ground tonight. It was great having uh, the two coaches on that will be playing for the Peter Doherty Division Championship in the the inaugural Ed Burns Coffee Pot Showcase. That is always a mouthful, but it's uh, it's terrific that those coaches got together and got this this uh, event going. And 
it's nice to see. I mean, any of the coaches in the finals would be great, but certainly uh, Dan Conley from Marshfield and Tony Messina from Hingham represent everything that's good about the game as well. And it's great to see those guys go head to head again. And, uh, and also Reading and Canton, two fine hockey programs will meet for the Walter Brin division championship. Um, that game in Woburn at noon, as you said, Mark, and the Marshfield Hingham game in Canton at the ice house at two o'clock. So just encourage everybody to uh, tune in and spread the word on those games as well as, as um, your local team and your favorite team and, uh, just understand we'll be uh, providing as much information as we can over the next three, four, five weeks as we head into tournament time, um, culminating uh, in championship day, we believe, Sunday, March 20th at the Garden. And we will be back next week, uh, February 17th, uh, with the episode number three. So we're going to start probably producing these weekly. Uh, so any feedback, just send it to info at myhockeylive.com. That's info at myhockeylive.com. We thank you for joining us. And, uh, Jamie, we appreciate you on the production back end here and uh, wish everybody a, a terrific night and a terrific weekend of hockey around the ponds. Thanks a lot, everyone. Thanks, Paul.